Hi, welcome to the Recovery Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a stroke survivor and grateful recovering alcoholic. And today I'm going to talk about turning fear into willingness. But first, I wanted to update you on some things that I realized I hadn't, um, I haven't updated you on. So the first thing is the MRI has been approved by my insurance and it is scheduled for 6.30 a.m. on Tuesday. So that is super, super good news. Thank you. I'm really excited about getting that out of the way. The other big news is that I did, in fact, make bagels, and they turned out a freaking amazing. So I did not use bread flour, and my understanding is that they will be poofier if I use bread flour, but I put everything bagel seasoning on it, on them, and they're, they're really good. They're really good. So... I'm going to make bagels again. I think it's going to be a thing. I think we're going to get a bagel cutter and it's going to be our new thing in the house. So I've been eating them with cream cheese and my boyfriend had a steak, egg and cheese bagel. He said it was amazing. So there you have it. So baking is, um, is another new little hobby and I'm going to be making sourdough bread this week as well as um snowball cookies so they're like uh powdered sugar cookies so um anyway i'm craving powdered sugar cookies uh so uh that's the two terribly terribly exciting pieces of news i have for you so you're welcome your day is going to be so much better having heard that. So to our daily topic here, um, what really set me off on this uh, idea of turning fear to willingness are a couple things. One is that I have I heard this morning in my sobriety meeting about the odds of staying sober. And so uh, there's lots of numbers that are out out there, uh, metrics on people staying sober the first year, you know, for the first month, for five years and all that stuff. So my understanding uh, is that basically one in five people remain sober uh, when they come out of a treatment center. So... I was thinking, wow, that is really not good odds there. So then I was thinking, what are the odds of people surviving a stroke? What are the odds? You know, so I'm st- I start Googling all of these odds and stuff. And then when I got to this, uh, the odds around a stroke, um, the odds of surviving a stroke, the odds of fully recovering from a stroke, and then, uh, then I dove into, this is the danger of Google, um, I dove into the odds of, my mind just went blank, uh, the odds of having another stroke. And so when I was in ICU after I had my stroke two years ago, 
my kids were in the room with me and the one of the doctors was in there this is when things were a little hazy for me but the doctor was in there and I said something about what are the odds of oh what I'm afraid of is having another stroke and whoever this person was said oh well if you're gonna have another one it won't be for another like 10 years probably and I thought well that's not reassuring you know uh I was looking when when I was uh, looking online at the statistics by looking I mean listening it was talking about like after three months, there's like a 9% chance of having another stroke. After one year, there's 11% chance of having another stroke. At five years, there's like a 13% chance of having another stroke. So the longer, the further I went, the further away I get from the stroke that I had, the higher my chances are of having another one. That's what I'm interpreting from what I was listening to. And yet, the further that I get away from my last drink, the greater my chances are of remaining sober. So, uh, all interesting facts. Um, Honestly, when I got into the the metrics around or the statistics around the stroke and the odds of having another one. And I started getting a a bit panicked. And um, so I had to stop looking at that. And that led me to, you know, what do I do with that fear? Because that, that, it was a fear when I was in ICU and that guy said that to me. I think it was a guy. Um, because I didn't think about that, that, well, since I had one, that means that I'm more likely to have another one. And why is that? Is it more likely that I'm going to have another one if it was caused by XYZ? Or does it depend on what the cause was? So uh, I feel like I'm going to have to look into that and I feel like it's going to be scary for me. But um, when I experience fear today in sobriety, I have to turn to, I have to turn outside of myself for something else. I have to believe in something else. Um, whether that, you know, I've talked about the higher power and I feel very confident that my concept of this higher power is not really a religious one. I feel like it is more, um, I saw somewhere on the internet, it said something, they called it source, um, rather than religion or spirituality, which is an energy that runs through, the belief in an energy that runs through all of us. And I think that it's really just 
a, a, a matter of words, really. I feel like it all goes back to the same thing. It's really, it's all about looking outside of yourself and believing in something bigger than yourself. And, and even if you don't know what that thing is that you believe in, it's being willing to believe. That's, for me, that's where the key uh, was. That's what opened the door for me to be able to start healing, to start recovering, to even imagine my life sober. I had to believe that there was something to be sober for. Because if I was, if I was getting sober just so that I would have a clearer, uh, a clearer understanding or uh, clarity and thinking, just so that I could be more aware of my own thoughts and what's going on inside of me. No, thank you. I did not want that. But when I started to understand that or really grasp and want to participate in this world that is bigger than me, um, when I had that willingness, that's when I wanted to try to stay sober. And it's not that I didn't know, you know, that I needed to be sober for my children. It's not that I didn't know I needed to be sober for my job and to pay my bills and stuff. Um, it was, you know, I don't know. Again, I, I'm a lack of words like I was yesterday. Um, and, and I will forever try to, try to figure out how to articulate it because if I can articulate it, the better I can articulate it. I think the better I can help someone else, um, relate to, to my experience. Um, but having an openness to believe in anything outside of myself is what gives me my drive, my, my willing to be, willingness to be consistent every day in what I do. And when I was sober, or sorry, when I was drinking, I spent years trying to do things my way. And, and it didn't, all it did was make me sicker and sicker. And, and I was affecting the people around me more and more. And just like that, in the past two years that I've been in this stroke denial is what I'm calling it. More and more, I was just trying to do it my way. I had other people telling me, you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to, uh, you know, take breaks. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to. And I'm like, no, I got this. Well, when, when we get sober, um, there's this thing that we say about as soon as you have this idea 
that I've got this. I've got this from here. I don't need to go to any more meetings. I don't need to study the literature. I don't need to take suggestions anymore. I don't need to call my sponsor. I've got this. As soon as you have that cross your mind, you're in trouble. Uh, because we, we need each other. And the past two years, that's what I've been doing. I've been like, I got this. Let me just manage it, you know? Yes, I know it hurts, but it'll be okay. It'll be all right. I'll just keep working. It'll be okay. And um, and I was, I was wrong. I was in trouble. And I didn't see that. So I was thinking about today, what are the benefits? What are the health benefits of believing in something bigger than myself? And so I, I've, you know, everybody's got an opinion about it <laughs> online. And there is, number one, there's like, you can believe in, in something religiously and in, in a God or something like that. There is this spirituality that you can um, gain. And that is in some, in some areas online they compare it or they say it's similar to religion and other places it's like no it doesn't have anything to do with religion and then I found this thing called source and now I only found that in one place where it called it source but I've talked to my mom about uh what like people that don't believe in God, but still believe in something bigger than themselves, something that you can't see. I mean, the universe is something that nobody really fully understands. As soon as we think we understand it, we find something else that tells us, wait a minute, maybe everything we've based our science on is wrong. And, and so there is this like spectrum, I would say, of faith. And that spectrum can exist whether you believe in God, whether you believe in uh, this source energy, or if you are uh, very much into the spirituality concept. And if, if it's a religious spectrum, there is, it, it can range anywhere from believing in miraculous healing all the way to uh, the opposite end where, uh, you, where you believe that anyone who believes in, uh, has any religious faith, uh, it's just a crutch. It's a crutch for the weak, you know? So there's this big gigantic spectrum. And then, um, the, the same thing applies across anything else that's bigger than me that I could believe in. Um, it just depends on, I think, how much you want to open yourself up to it. So regardless of 
where you fall on the spectrum of faith in whatever it is you have faith in, and hopefully you have faith in something. Even the most intellectual people, I think, need to have faith in something. If I did not have faith in something, I don't know that I could find a reason to fight for myself. So having that belief in something bigger than myself keeps me driven and it holds me to a higher, like I'm, I'm reaching for a higher standard, a higher level of achievement. It gives me the feeling of safety. It gives me a feeling of hope. And it grounds me because there are times, just like when I was looking up this, the, the statistics of, of stroke survivor stuff, <laughs> um, that I get panicked and I need something to ground me. And believing in something bigger than myself gives me humility as well. If I don't believe in something bigger than myself, then it's like I'm continuously looking for answers, but I don't know where to look. So it's hard enough to have faith in something belief in something bigger than yourself and and not have the answers. I mean, we don't have none of us have the answers. I don't no matter what you believe in, we don't have the answer. But if you have faith, at least you know where to look. And my faith that I have chosen supports my values. And having it makes me live a healthier life. I have healthier behaviors doing things like pausing, responding instead of reacting. I have a higher self-esteem. I'm very familiar with walking around with my head down. Very, very familiar with it. That feeling of hopelessness and depression and anxiety. I've lived that way most of my life. But... Now that I've been sober and I've built this, my own concept of what I want to believe in, what I have faith in, it, it creates a sort of serenity, a sort of peace. No matter how loud the world gets, 
I have this place inside of me now that's quiet and reassuring. And although I still have that dark place, I try to keep that dark place empty. And I try to fill this other space with my higher power. I mean, that is what I'm calling my higher power, is that space that, that I fill with encouragement and joy. And in turn, it gives me serenity. So I think the word faith can mean something different to everybody. And honestly, if faith is anything like being a human being, it absolutely has to mean something different for each of us. It's impossible for me to have the exact same faith as this person next to me. Even if we both believe in God, even if we, we both don't believe in God, if we believe in nature, our concept that we've developed over our lifetime is going to be our very own based on our own experiences. So the next thing that I was looking into is the health benefits of consistency. And I think it's pretty obvious that people who have a consistent fitness program benefit from it health-wise. But what I was looking at is the consistency in faith. And again, like the health benefits of believing something bigger than ourselves gives us this sense of security. Whether it's a false sense of security, like the person on one end of the spectrum that says religion is a crutch, um, it's for weak people, whether that is true or not, I don't care. It gives me, personally, a sense of security. And it gives me confidence. It gives me confidence in, I've talked about having to do a presentation to my company or um, any other public speaking type thing. Um, I've spent time prior to, to approaching that activity focused on my higher power and it has given it has calmed my heart rate down and given me confidence to do it to do the thing that I was fearful of so consistency gives us a greater chance of reaching our goals provides mental and emotional well-being, provides clarity, and by 
keeping something consistent in our lives, it allows us to cope with the changes in life. And so the one thing that I've realized has remained consistent is that concept that I developed when I first got sober. And through my stroke denial and now recovery, that is still a constant in my life. And it is allowing me to cope with everything else that's changing. Everything else is changing. Nothing is staying the same. And You know, there are times when I can sit down and think about how sad it makes me that nothing's staying the same. And then there are other times that it makes me excited that nothing's staying the same. Because no matter what, if things don't look good today for me, well, it's going to be different tomorrow. (laughs) Is guaranteed it's going to look different. It could look worse, but the odds are, I've been talking about odds, the odds are that it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be worse. It's not going to look worse. Um, so my belief in something greater than myself gives me purpose and encourages me to live a more useful life and add value instead of when I was drinking, I was just taking. Willingness and patience go hand in hand. I didn't just decide one day and the willingness just remained static in my life. It takes a lot of patience with myself to continue to nurture that willingness. And what's interesting is I've learned how to live with everything that I've always had. It's not like with the willingness came new assets that I was able to use to live, those assets were always there. I just didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know how to surface them and use them. I didn't know how to turn things into opportunity. I didn't know how to turn the pain into something that I can grow from. And I said at the beginning of of this podcast, in the first episodes, that this stroke and this regression of my symptoms, it's it's going to open the door to something and there's something waiting for me on the other side and I don't know what it is. And the reason I'm so certain of that, and I was telling my niece this the other day, 
is because when I was drunk and I was faced with the decision to to be to to change my life, to be willing to take suggestions to change my life. I didn't know what was going to happen. I had no idea that it was whether it was going to work or not. And and the odds that we hear are that it's not going to work for people who try to get sober. And and if it happened to work, how long would it work? And what's waiting for me on the other side? I had no idea that the person that was waiting on the other side was this was me was this new version of me and I feel confident at times not always but at times I feel confident that there's another new better version of me waiting on the other side of this as well and um and so I have to remind myself daily. That's why I do the podcast daily. I have to remind myself daily that that it takes work to get there. And this podcast and all the other things that I'm doing, that's the work that's going to get me there. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow.